Hello, everyone. Welcome to Thick Fit Podcast. This is Hannah Polly and Courtney Jones here, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Um, today, we wanted to cover just something that we get asked a lot about, and I feel that this is like such a great topic just to start off with, is where to start in your fitness journey. Yeah, for sure. And with with starting your fitness journey, you know, really, it, it comes from a place of normally being in a place where you don't necessarily want to be anymore. So, you know, we have lots of women come to us and they're like, you know, I want to change. I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, feel better. I want to be stronger, but I just don't necessarily know like where to start or what to do. So when it comes to starting a fitness journey per se, or starting on a goal that you want to achieve, um, necessarily, you know, the, there's no start and stop to this process because once you start, it has to be, it has to be a lifestyle change because if you want to achieve results or feel better or change your circumstances of where you're currently at, you have to want that change forever. And so it's going to take consistent work to be able to create that change. And so that's why we get the, get the term fitness journey, because it's a journey that you're going through to change your current life and your current habits to evolve you into a different place that you feel better in and that you want to be in. Yes, for sure. And like what we were discussing before this is, you know, you have to figure out your why and, you know, because this is a forever journey. It's not something that you start and end, which I feel is like a really, really big misconception um, in the industry. You know, we see all these like eight week programs and 12 week programs. So we think, okay, we start at point A, we end at point B and boom, we're, we're set for life. And no, this is something that you continuously will be working toward. Um, and just be, again, like Courtney said, it becomes a lifestyle and you have to figure out your why at first. And everyone's just so different. I mean, Courtney and I have been on calls with, hundreds of women and everyone's why is so different. You know, why? Because I want to be healthier for my family, because maybe you want to be a better role model model for your kids, you know, show them and make your family more healthy. Maybe you went through a lot of, you know, really, we've had women who have had really, really scary, like things they've been through in terms of sickness and they really want to take their health seriously. So whatever that why is, that's always the first step. It's like, you know, like Courtney said, there is a change, there's a change that you want to make. And that's something to always remember and, you know, keep with you as you continue through this journey. Um, And again, with with the fitness industry, as you all know, (laughs) there are so many, I mean, just so many misconceptions out there. And we'll probably do a call or a podcast on this at some point, just kind of explain the myths and things like that. But Really, it can be so simple getting started in your fitness journey. I mean, you know, there are so many things out there and it's really just getting started with the basics. Another thing too is, I feel too, Courtney and I talk about this all the time, is when we're looking to start a fitness journey, for some reason, we think we need to go zero to 100. And this is honestly the worst thing you can possibly do because when you think of it of going zero to 100, and we'll explain what that means here shortly, Um, you know, you're going to hit a wall and you're going to get burnt out. And again, we're going to kind of go over like what that means. But the biggest thing is here is like, you want to start slow because like, it's so cliche to say, but it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. (laughs) That's so cliche, but so true, especially when it comes to our fitness journey, because it's never ending. Yeah. And when, you know, it comes to your fitness journey as well and and coming back to your why and figuring out, you know, why this is important to you. So for example, like my why always like in my journey and why it's so important to have a why is because 
it's going to get hard. There's going to be times that suck. Um, there's going to be times that are very challenging. And it, there's going to be times that really test you in terms of, you know, is, is this change really worth it? And you always have to come back to that why and like why you're doing this in the first place and why you're trying to make these changes because you have to remember where you were, why you didn't want to be there, what changes you want to make and why you want to make those changes. Um, and ultimately, a lot of times it comes back to, you know, the, the long term changes that you want to make for yourself to live a better, more fulfilled life or a healthier lifestyle, whatever it may be. So for me, for example, coming back to you know, my family, like I talked about in the, the first podcast, um, going over, you know, why we started our fitness journeys, you know, a big one of my whys is because one, I didn't want to feel the way that I felt anymore. I felt terrible in my body. I just felt super unhealthy. Um, and, but also I had lots of family members that were also, um, very unhealthy, had lots of health issues, could barely, you know, even get around for themselves. And that's something that I never wanted for myself for my family or for my future. So, you know, my why is like, it's always continuing to just get better and to be healthy and be the healthiest that I can be. So that way, you know, I can care and provide for like the people in my life, my future children um, and things like that and be that, that person that I'm able to take care of other people because that's what I love you know, for myself as well. Um, but also I just wanted to feel good within myself and within my, within my body. So, you know, coming back to that, why again is so important. So figure out why you want to start your journey or why you're in your journey, because you're always going to come back to, you know, that place. Um, and when it comes to, like Hannah said, when starting your fitness journey, like the worst thing that you can do is try to change everything overnight. And that's what we mean by taking it from zero to 100, 100. So, you know, maybe you live a lifestyle of fast food and getting barely any sleep and not drinking enough water and not, you know, try not going to the gym, not getting any type of physical activity. And then you try to cut out all fast food all at once. You try to incorporate, you know, all of vegetables and try to just completely change your diet in a 180, you start going to the gym five to six days a week. Like you just try to do all these things overnight and why that's not a great idea is because you're not able to actually build the, the sustainable habits that you want to build um, if you do it so quickly. So over time, you're going to allow yourself to make those changes on a consistent basis. That's going to allow you to actually keep those changes in the long run, because again, you're building habits. So going from zero to 100, you're going to get burnt out very quickly um, because you're not giving yourself time to adjust to the changes that you're making, right? And so like you don't Give yourself time to adjust, you're going to get very, very, very overwhelmed um, and just burnt out in general. So, um, Hannah, do you want to talk about, you know, why like getting, why like getting burnout is such a, a such a bad thing for our longevity of like and being in a fitness journey? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Honestly, getting burnout, I and mean, that is, I would say, probably the most common issue with fitness journeys because we start these fad diets we start these excessive extreme diets or training plans that again like Courtney said like we need to build habits up to these type of you know this type of lifestyle so when you go zero to 100 you know you hit that wall 
you're going to feel, oh my gosh, it's almost like it becomes a second job. And that's something that we never, ever want. Of course, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenging yourself in your workouts, but this journey to make it sustainable, it shouldn't feel like a second job. And when you go zero to 100, you're going to make it feel that way. Because again, you're trying, you're going to become overwhelmed with all these new things that you're trying to cram all together. And be like, you know, you're going to feel very overwhelmed. And then you're going to hit a point where you just either give up or you're like, you're going to think, wow, like I can't do this. And I feel that like Courtney and I hear that a lot. We hear that, you know, we hear women say like, you know, I, I just can't lose weight and I'm just not capable of this lifestyle. But that is so not true. Everyone is capable. The biggest issue is we try to go off what the media says and trying to find shortcuts or things that, again, they don't, these type of things don't set us up for success. The, anything that promises you really quick results in like a beginning and end date is it's, it's setting you up for failure. And I hate to say that, but it's true because it's not giving you the, like the access is like a, a long longevity along this journey, if that makes sense. <laughs> Um, it's the same thing as almost like with, with fad diets and binge eating. I feel this is very similar. So, you know, if, if you start a diet where you can't have carbs, sure, you might be able to follow it for maybe what a week, maybe a few weeks. If you're lucky, you're going to hit that wall where you're like, wow, I'm so tired. I'm starving. Um, I want food. And then eventually you're going to crack and you're going to eat everything. You're going to start binge eating and then you're going to start the vicious cycle again. So these, these are just really similar to how it goes with your fitness journey. Like also, I always think of it too, as like, you think of two people running a long distance race. So there's one person that starts off slow and steady, knowing they need to pace themselves to finish. But there's also another person, the other person racing sprints right away, thinking I'm going to get a head start. You know, I'm going to beat them. Well, the person that sprints right away, they're going to, they're going to stop. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be able to finish the race because they went too hard at first. So it's the same thing with your fitness journey. Um, you want to take it slow. Literally, like I said earlier, this is so cliche. I literally say this to our clients so often. <laughs> I'm always like, it is not a sprint, a marathon, but like, it's just so accurate for this, but sorry, that was kind of long-winded there, but I hope that that made sense. It's kind of like a good, just a good way to see it. It's like, you don't want to start too quickly. Um, Courtney, do you want to add anything to that? Sorry. I kind of went off track there a little bit. <laughs> No, for sure. I think that's a really good um, analogy and example in terms of like getting started. If you just, you know, start to run extremely fast, you're going to obviously be super exhausted before you even get to that goal um, or get to that finish line. And, you know, the person that paces themselves and, you know, teaches and, and, you know, has the like tools to be able to know how to pace themselves to actually achieve like their goal and get to the end goal, like throughout that race. Um, I think that's a great analogy. So our point is like when starting a fitness journey is one, figure out why you want to do it, why you want to create those changes, because again, you're going to go through challenges. You're going to go through, through things that are hard. And so you have to come back to that. Why of, you know, why you're doing this. And so, you know, and then when getting started, starting out slow and sticking to, you know, the basics of what you need to do in order to create a different type of lifestyle, right? So if we're trying to create a different lifestyle, that's going to take time because more than likely you spent your entire life building the habits that you have now. So if you want to live a healthier lifestyle and you want to create those changes for yourself, that's going to take time. So we can't expect to change, you know, everything overnight, um, which is something that we see far too often. And also why we get to the, the mentality of like, I just can't do this. This isn't, this lifestyle isn't for me or, you know, losing weight just isn't for me. It's not going to happen for me. Like I'm just over 
away. And that's not true for anybody. Anybody can create change and anybody can, you know, reach a goal that they want to reach, but it's all about knowing how to reach the goal, going slow, setting yourself up for success and, you know, focusing more so more so on the short term, short term um, goals versus the long-term goals. So maybe your goal is to lose 30 or 50 pounds, but what are the things that we can be doing to help us reach that end goal? And how can we break those goals down into smaller goals and actually break those smaller goals and down to action steps and take those actions to actually reach those smaller goals? Because eventually once we break it down, we put in the action and we put in the day, day-to-day work that we need to reach those smaller goals, then those smaller goals become those bigger goals. And we're finally, you know, reaching that 30 to 50 pound weight loss that we wanted to reach. But if we're always thinking of why am I not losing 30 pounds fast enough? Um, because you're, you can't change everything overnight again. And so we have to start out slow. We have to start you know, with, with action steps that we can actually do. So what can you change in your life? Um, you know, that you aren't currently doing right. So like if you're eating out often changing how much you're eating out, um, if you're, if you get no daily movement and whatsoever, so you sit at work all day, you come home, sit on the couch all day, what's something that you can change there instead of doing that and actually getting in some movement or activity for your day, if it's going to the gym or if it's even just going on a walk, um, or even, you know, if you don't drink any water whatsoever now, like how can you add in or incorporate more water throughout your day? Maybe that's like drinking a bottle of water on your way to work in the morning or drinking a bottle of water with breakfast in the morning, like whatever it may be. But those are really tangible, actionable steps that you can take to help you get on your fitness journey and make those healthier lifestyle changes. So I feel like my point here is a healthier lifestyle comes down to the things that you do every single day. So what are the things that you're doing every single day that you can change that reflects living a healthier lifestyle that you want to live? Um, so Hannah, do you want to go more into certain things that we can do and kind of break down like actionable steps that we can take to, to do that? Yes, for sure. And also too, just, you know, as you continue, as we go over and more in depth in these things that you can just kind of change on the daily, you just start to feel so much better. And these, you know, these habits that were, you know, that you're implementing, again, you start feeling the differences, you start seeing the differences. And that's like the first step into when, you know, this starts becoming a lifestyle for you, because you realize like, I mean, we have clients within days, they're like, wow, I feel so much better just literally from drinking more water and getting more movement. I mean, those two things alone are so powerful. So again, like Courtney just talked about doing these things daily and building these daily habits, you're going to really feel and see the differences and it's going to keep you motivated, keep going. So it always goes back to, you know, not focusing so hard on that long-term goal, but also setting those short-term goals. And we have clients that, you know, we set goals, Hey, our goal this week is getting hundred ounces of water daily. You know, our goal this week is let's hit our 10 K step goal each day. So like, you know, it's really important to set these smaller goals throughout your journey because that way when, you know, it's a sense of like accomplishment and satisfaction too. When you're hitting these goals, not only are you hitting, Hitting these goals, but also you're feeling good in the process. Um, so I just want to add that because it's just, it's so important. It really, you start to fall in love with the process. And I know that we've all seen like memes and things that say that and everyone's like, yeah, whatever. But like, no, you really do fall in love with the process. And when you do, that's when it becomes a lifestyle change, um, which again, you're con- going to continuously be working toward that. But that's always such a great like moment when that like that just switches. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like Courtney said, just changing your daily habits, you know, again, if you're someone who doesn't get any daily movement, I mean, 
it's so crazy the amount of movement that most, I would say probably most Americans aren't getting in daily. A lot of our clients are like, wow, I didn't realize how much I didn't move until I started tracking my steps. And I'm like, oh, I totally feel that, you know, especially if we work all day, especially if like you're sedentary at work. Um, so just by tracking your steps, whether it's on your phone or if you have an Apple watch or any type of like step tracker, I think Amazon has some as well that you can even get. But just that alone, just starting to say, hey, I'm going to shoot for 7,000 steps daily or 10K steps daily, depending on like what your current activity level is. Just that alone right there is, is such an awesome goal to set and starting out. Even just with more water, like Courtney said, water is everything. Literally, anytime I have a drink or anything, and I, like in the middle of the night, I'm chugging water. I'm just like, wow, I love water so much. It just solves so many issues. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be hungover tomorrow because I'm chugging water. <laughs> um, but like... <laughs> But like Courtney said, like just having like, you know, a water bottle in the car in the morning. And my like biggest tip is like when you first wake up, either having like first thing you do is drink a cup of water um, just or like a bottle of water. Those are always really easy because that way, like you're just you're getting your mindset there. Like, OK, drinking water and water is one of those things like when you start drinking it, your body almost craves it more and more. Um, and then also something that we haven't really talked much about here today is sleep, which is like one of the most important things you guys will probably hear us talk about it so much. <laughs> is monitoring your sleep patterns. So many of us, you know, as adults, we've just become accustomed to, okay, you know, we work a lot, you know, we have family, we're just not going to sleep and just function daily off caffeine. Like, honestly, that's the worst mindset to have. Like, I remember thinking that having that feeling in college, like, well, I'm just going to, you know, study all night and not, you know, just drink coffee and not sleep. I'll be fine the next day. And that uh, makes me cringe just thinking about that. But get like thinking about your sleep patterns and your sleep quality, setting a bedtime at night, trying to get, I mean, I would say seven, eight hours. Some people feel good on six, eight hours, but just looking at your sleep cycles. Like, are you sleeping enough? So I would say some adults are, some aren't. I feel like I haven't seen too many that have really bad sleep cycles, but we've definitely had clients come to us who are sleeping three or four hours a night. And that is just like, there, there's no good quality of life there. You know, <laughs> like people need more than, you know, that many hours of sleep. Um, but also too, just like adding in like wholesome foods. And this is something I feel like a lot of people are confused on. Like what are wholesome foods? You know, just thinking of adding in, you know, if you don't eat any fruits or vegetables, just starting slow. Hey, you know what? I'm going to drink my veggie supplement in the morning that I, you know, saw off Courtney's Instagram and ordered it online or whatever it may be. Or I'm going to add an apple, you know, um, for, for my lunch, just adding in the, you know, fruits and vegetables and wholesome foods, things that foods that make you feel good, you know, not having to go again, not going zero to 100, not completely changing all of your, you know, recent foods, so only fruits and vegetables and lean meats, but slowly adding them in. Um, again, it always keeps going back to, you know, starting, not going zero to 100, but starting slow. <laughs> Sorry, that was so long winded. Courtney, did I miss anything there? <laughs> Um, no, I think you covered all of it, but just to reiterate, um, you know, the, so the things that we, or that Hannah just went over are really the, the things that, you know, the basics of a healthy lifestyle, right? So like the things that you do every single day. So your daily movement, your sleep, your water intake, um, your activity level, the foods that you're consuming daily. So it's, it, again, it all comes back to the things that you're doing every single day. And so like, if we can focus on 
the things that we do daily and, and start to create healthier habits for ourselves. So most of us know what healthy means, right? We know healthy means moving our body, working out, drinking more water, getting more sleep in, um, eating our fruits and vegetables, eating protein, like a majority of us know that. So like, how can we actually implement those things into our life to make those changes, right? So like, how do we do that? We do that by putting things into place and making changes that are actionable for ourselves and that makes sense for our lifestyle as well. So if you're, you know, used to sitting like almost all day and getting maybe 2000 steps a day, and then your goal is 15,000 steps a day, like that's a little far reached, reached, (laughs) um, you know, maybe we can start at like hitting seven to 10K steps a day versus the 2K steps. Like that'll make such a big difference just within itself. Like daily movement is so huge. And so many um, of us just don't understand the importance of just daily movement and how much of a difference it can make not just in your body composition, like losing weight because you're getting more activity, which means you're burning more calories, but also just for your mental health as well. And just like mental clarity, like going outside and going on a walk can do you so much good. And I feel like so many people just don't like underestimate that, um, or do underestimate that. So it's so important drinking more water, obviously, because you're super dehydrated, especially when you first wake up, like your body is mostly water. So like you need water to feel your best, um, and to stay hydrated. So I actually follow a girl on Instagram and this, I have to say this because this is something that I think about every morning. And she always says hydrate before you caffeinate. And I'm like, so every morning when I wake up, I'm always getting a cup of water in because I'm like, okay, I have to hydrate before I caffeinate. It just like sticks in my head. Um, so like I always hear her say it on her Instagram. So I want to share it here in case this sticks for anyone else is hydrate before you caffeinate. Always get water in when you first wake up, because that is when you're the most hydrated. You just went your entire night without getting any liquid in. So going and waking up and going five hours throughout your day before you have a drink of water is so important. (laughs) Um, so also with, you know, prioritizing your sleep as well, obviously that's so important. Um, and we are just not made, humans are not made to go without sleep We're made to sleep. Um, and with that being said, also, with incorporating fruits and vegetables and things like that too. That's such a great, um, you know, great way to change your overall, like just the way you feel in general, but your overall health, um, to your body, because our, the foods that we eat are fuel for our body. So if you ever heard the saying, like you are what you eat, that's so true. Um, and you know, the foods that you consume are very important and like what you actually feed and fuel your body with is, is very important. Um, and so I think another thing that we could touch a little bit on too, is like the workout side of things and, you know, like how to incorporate like working out and maybe not going zero to 100 and maybe to like what to expect when you start working out as well. Yeah, no, for sure. Because there are, and as always, there's always a bunch of misconceptions about everything in the fitness industry, but as far as workouts, for sure we do not need to go zero to 100 on these, especially, um, you know, I would say that, you know, some clients of ours come to us, you know, not having any previous experience, some mild, some advanced, but I would say if you're someone who has never been hardly like, you know, strength training in the gym, I would say starting out with two workouts per week, maybe three, depending on again, the person, um, you don't want to think like, especially with strength training, like more is, less or wait what's that what's that 
saying where it's pretty much like you don't want to do too much because doing too much can actually be counterproductive. Um, so as far as like when we say workouts, you know, two to three workouts a week, you know, we're talking strength training. And for this, this is literally going to be so different, literally for each person. So like, this is a very like general rule of thumb. Um, but again, so we don't want to do, you know, you want to incorporate strength training. And like I said, what movements you do are like literally so dependent per person, what your goals are, your previous experience, etc. I would say though, like just for a beginner, starting with machines, I feel is always best because like with dumbbells, you don't realize like dumbbells and barbell, you don't realize like how much like your stabilizers and like rotator cuffs and everything like aren't used to that type of movement. So if you're a beginner, you're like, where the heck do I start? Like in the gym, start with machines, get used to that resistance training. Um, and like, you know, there's a bunch of, oh my gosh, so many misconceptions. I literally cringe every time I talk about it, you know, with the bands and the body weight and like these bands are how you build your booty. Like I would say most girls come to us. They're like, I want a fat, good booty, <laughs> a fat round booty and a small waist. And you know, all these like bands are advertised with these models who have great you know, butts and they're like, oh yeah, I just, you know, do banded workouts today. So it's like, no, I'm sorry. Like that is bullshit. Um, like, you know, banded workouts alone are not going to get that toned look that we all strive for. And I feel that is like the biggest misconception. Um, obviously bands have their time and place and that's something we'll, we'll totally go over in like another, you know, podcast I'm sure. Um, but again, you want to think basic, um, two to three times a week. You don't need to go to the gym every single day and strength train. I would say even, I would say four or five days is too much for a beginner to start out as well. Um, I like Courtney and I, we have like, you know, a little form that our clients fill out. So one of, uh, one of the questions on the form is like, how many days do you think you'll realistically be able to work out? And I can't tell you how many times that someone said like every day. And I'm like, no, you are not strength training every single day. <laughs> like we'll start with like two or three days, um, you know, and go from there. But again, it just comes with strength training. You want to keep it, stick to the basics. You want to, you know, you don't try to overdo it. You don't have to do a million different exercises. I would say four to seven exercise. Yeah. Four to seven exercises for each workout is a really good place. And again, this is so different for each person. So it's really hard to like generalize this. Um, but again, I would say anything over seven is probably a little excessive and you don't want to be doing like 40 and 50 reps of everything either. So um, very general there, but again, goes back to our main point is if you don't want to go zero to 100, ease your way into the gym, especially because you're going to be really, really sore <laughs> when you start training. So you're probably not even going to want to go, you know, every day, just think ease your way into it. You can always add more days as you go. Uh, Courtney, you want to add anything there? I'm sure yeah, I missed <laughs> for, for a general rule of thumb with like workouts and, and starting out workouts, like three to five days of working out a week is perfect. And if you're a beginner aim on the lower side of that, maybe two to three times a week. Um, even for me and Hannah, like we train five days a week. So, you know, rest days are still important. And some people do come to us and they're like, okay, I can do this, like workout every single day. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like we're not working out every single day. That's just not necessary. Especially coming from a person that, you know, has never worked out consistently for more than like three days a week. Um, so start out and with what we mean by workouts is we're talking about strength training. So getting into the gym and lifting some weights. And this is the biggest like misconception as well in terms of, you know, women lifting weights is like, it's going to make you bulky or it's going to make you look like a man or like Ugh. whatever it may be. Um, that is so not true. Like so many women want to be toned. They want to have a bigger butt. They want to have a smaller waist. So like, how do you achieve those things? You achieve those things by lifting weights and building muscle. How do you become toned when you lose body fat? You have to have an underlying foundation of muscle to be toned. So 
you know, to have that like more athletic or toned look, but you have to build muscle that's going to come from strength training. And so with strength training, you know, working out a couple of times during your week, you know, between that two to five days a week range, you know, your workouts being an hour to an hour and a half long, sometimes even shorter than that, maybe 45 minutes, just again, depending on the exercises that you're doing, um, and doing four to seven exercises with, you know, like three to four sets of each of those exercises. So, so many times I am in the gym and I see so many individuals just jumping around from machine to machine to machine, and they do like one set and that's it. And so like, that is not going to do or be beneficial for you because the way that we grow muscle is by you know, stimulating the muscle. And so by to, in order to stimulate the muscles that we are trying to grow, we have to actually use like progressive overload on those muscles. So, um, in order to do that, you have to be using a weight and you have to be doing reps, enough reps and sets to be able to actually stimulate that muscle and and create a challenge for it. And so with that being said, every week, the goal, you know, with working out is to progress and challenge yourself in some way. Maybe you won't be able to use a heavier weight every single week, but still be challenging yourself in some way with those given exercises. So, you know, it's not about going into the gym and doing the same weight and the same, you know, exercise or the same weight over and over and over again. Um, because again, like your body is going to adjust to that. Your muscles are going to adjust to that. So when it, it comes to working out, get into the gym, use machines. If you're newer, Um, and really focus on because machines are so great. Why we say machines are so great is for beginners is because they're going to help assist you in the movements, um, which is, can be really beneficial to prevent injury, things like that, but also just getting you acclimated to like what muscles you should be using for those exercises. Um, but anyways, we can do a whole separate podcast on like strength training and like, I could go on about it because I just love it so much. Um, and it's so beneficial and highly recommend it. Like if you're planning on starting a fitness journey and changing, you know, your lifestyle to a healthier one, and you want to have like different or change your body composition, lose body fat, get toned, whatever it may be, build a bigger butt. Like that's going to come from strength training. Um, and so get into the gym and lift weights and, you know, just be, just be strong. Like it's super, super sexy for a woman to be confident and to feel like strong in a gym, um, and to lift weights. And I say that from probably most any woman that lifts weights, um, like you, it's very, very powerful. It's a very powerful thing to do for yourself. That's a really good point you brought up. It really is so empowering, especially because I feel that most women, like most of you probably listen to this now, like either you have been or like are like currently afraid to get into the weight room. Like when you get the confidence to go in there and throw some weight around, like I literally have goosebumps talking about it right now. That's good. <laughs> like, it's, the most, <laughs> it's the most empowering feeling ever. And it's honestly, it, it's just so incredible. So like, there's just so many other benefits to strength training more than just, it helps you build that awesome physique. Like we all have that, you know, that gold toned physique that we strive for lifting weights does that. And like Courtney mentioned, utilizing progressive overload. This is something that's not talked about enough. This is how, you know, like Courtney said, trying to improve every single week on either reps or weight. And, you know, your workout should not be too easy. Like after a week or so, no, that means you're not going hard enough. You're not pushing yourself on. You're not utilizing progressive overload. You're not increasing reps. You're not increasing weight. So literally you can have the most basic workouts, which I would say we build our girls the most basic workouts because there's no need to make it super complex and crazy. And you can continuously make it more challenging by increasing weight and reps. And, you know, there's other things you can do, but just keep it simple. (laughs) 
I feel like that's always like, you know, the whole thing with this whole, you know, episode is keeping it simple and same with strength training. You don't need to, there's a bunch of all these crazy alternatives all over social media. I'm like, why do that? Like we, we can just do this <laughs> and yeah. master the basics. So just think of like the basics, you know, um, and you don't need to do all these crazy workouts and not, you don't need to add 20 different exercises to make it challenging, like really focus and push yourself on the four to seven exercises that you are doing. And I promise you, you're going to get so much out of that. <laughs> yeah. And something else that I want to add to the workout side of things and social media is think about it in this like frame of mind as well normally influencers or people that are creating workout videos, like they have to get creative, right? Because like they're putting on a show for like social media, they're posting content, like they have to keep their audience and like their followers kind of entertained, right? So like you normally don't see that person doing the same exercises, like every single week, but normally in order for them to build muscle or their physique that they have, they've had to use progressive overload in those exercises. So I would say majority of content creators like that go to the gym on a specific day just to film like crazy workouts. Um, and they don't actually show their true like training regimen and like what they do on a consistent basis, because I can guarantee you they did not build a butt using a booty band or doing jump squats. Like they build a butt by lifting weights, doing RDLs, doing hip thrusts, doing squats. So all of those things that, you know, we might be like intimidated by. And it's important to remember that like social media is just like a highlight reel and it's to keep audience and it's to keep, you know, their followers engaged, things like that, especially huge, like huge following, um, or huge social media influencers that have large followings. Like that's kind of their job (laughs) is to create content right for their social media. So think about it in that frame of mind as well. Like when you're going on social media and finding like different workouts, um, you don't want to be doing different exercises and different workouts every single week. Like you want to use the same workouts, for at least six to eight weeks and just continue to get good at them, continue to get better at them, continue to get stronger at them. That's how you're going to build muscle. And again, we can go on a different um, (laughs) podcast and talk about all this, but, or a different, you know, topic in terms of like weight training and workouts and things like that. But just to kind of cover, you know, the general thing that we wanted to get across in this podcast is starting your fitness journey, figuring out why you want to start it, why you want to make the changes. Obviously, if this is something that you want to change, you're in a current position or spot that you don't, or you no longer want to be in. Um, so you want to create those changes. You want to feel healthier. You want to just live a healthier lifestyle and, you know, not going from zero to 100 to create those changes, but ultimately focusing on your day-to-day things and, and figuring out how you can make changes in what you do day-to-day. That's eventually going to lead you, you know, to that healthier lifestyle that you want to get to in terms of like, you know, eating wholesome meals uh, all the time. And obviously like when we first started Started, right. We weren't eating like wholesome meals, every single meal. We maybe ate like a, a healthy lunch or like a healthy snack, but then we were like eating, you know, fast food for dinner or going out to dinner. So like, it's all about just creating those changes over time that lead to those bigger changes because now, you know, we eat wholesome meals all day because it's just what our lifestyle is now. And that's what we've created. And that's what we took time to build. So now it's easy 
easy for us to do that. Now it's easy for us to live a healthy lifestyle and to eat, you know, whole food meals all the time um, because it's just a part of our life. And it's easy, like that's easy to us now when before it wasn't easy to us. Like we had to work on making those changes. And so that goes with any of these, you know, things and resources that we talked about in terms of like daily movement, getting into the gym, water, um, sleep, all of those things that comes with time and that comes with consistency. So if you get anything from this podcast, you would understand like how we do our coaching because we coach based off of lifestyle changes. So we coach on how to get more water and how to get more sleep and how to eat wholesome meals or how to create wholesome meals, um, how to get workouts in and how to structure those workouts, how to get stronger in your workouts. So like it, it focuses on what we do day to day to allow us to, you know, get to that end goal of living a healthier lifestyle that is no longer, it's just a part of your life. Like it's no longer that much of an effort anymore. Like that's kind of the end goal, right? Like we want to create this like habitualness. I don't know if that's a word, but, um, (laughs) of like the, these things to that are healthy for our healthy lifestyle overall that no longer require a ton of effort. It's just something that you do day to day. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, again, like Courtney said, just, you don't want to think in terms of like, how can I lose 30 pounds in a month? It's more or less, how can I start changing my daily habits? Because again, those, like what we're doing and like these things that we covered today, these are the building blocks to reaching your long-term goals. And eventually, again, you put enough practice and effort into it and time, because it takes time, consistency, practice. You're going to have challenges, obstacles. We've all had them. That's, that's what makes this journey so beautiful. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're, you're going to get there and it, it just becomes effortless. And I, I know I talked about this before and I saw this on Instagram and it's just like, you know, when we first started driving and we had all the, I remember I was so overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, we have to think about this while we're driving on the road with my mom in the passenger seat, you know, telling me to slow down. <laughs> it was overwhelming. Right. But then here we are now, 10 years later, and it's just second nature. Like, and that's exactly how this lifestyle becomes. Like, it just becomes just what you do. You know, we don't think, oh my gosh, I have to go to the gym this many times a week. I have to eat my meal, nutritious meal. It's like, it's just like what we do. And like, you can get there too. It's just, we've taken the time to build these daily habits to get here. So that's kind of like our main point here, just starting with those basics and mastering them over time. So yeah. And I think this concept kind of like applies to really anything in our life. So like, think about like your career, right? Like maybe you want to be a doctor or you want to do something or accomplish something like you start out not knowing anything about being a doctor. Um, but over time and with consistent practice with going to school, going, uh, going through the process of, you know, going to like hospitals and doctor's offices and things like that, of like learning from superiors or learning from other people, like you're eventually going to become a doctor, but first you have to put in the time and the effort and the consistency. And then eventually years down the road, you being a doctor is just like second nature. You know what to do, you know how to treat, you know, people, you know, how to prescribe things and and all of that, that doctors do, but, um, you eventually know that. So it's the same concept when it comes to like anything that you want to change, or if you want to become something, um, or change something, it's going to come with consistent effort and practice. And I think if we think about it more so in that way, like we'll have a better understanding of this is like a life thing. It's not just a, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or lose 30 pounds because 
yeah, you can lose 20 or 30 pounds, but how are you going to keep that off if you didn't change any of your lifestyle habits? Because you gain those 20 to 30 pounds or whatever it may be because of your current habits. Um, so if we make those changes and work to make those changes, you're going to be able to actually keep those off long-term and create the long-term success and more like healthier habitual habits um, that lead to you not know, have that healthy lifestyle and keeping those results that you created. Yeah, for sure. It, it's so crazy because it really does. Just keep, it, it comes down to what we do every single day. Like the little things are what add up. And that's what I feel like I have that conversation every week with clients is like, you know, these little things that you're doing day and out, like getting your water and yourself, like, this is what's going to get you there, you know? So it's really what it all comes down. That's what this whole episode, you know, is about is again, really just like monitoring, you know, doing like a checklist, like what are my daily habits? I'm like, how can I change them for the better of my health? And, you know, use these tips, use these tricks. Um, you always feel free to reach out to our Instagram because again, this is what we do. We help our, we help our girls change their lifestyle habits really, <laughs> um, you know, to get them to where they want to be. So, uh, you know, just as you know, we're going to give you guys our social media and everything at the end, but always, always feel free to reach out to our team page. We have three of us on there always. So it's, it's just nice to be able to have someone to ask because when we first started, we didn't have, you know, we were just kind of researching random things on the internet. We, we can do a whole other, you know, podcast episode over that, like what we've kind of went through. <laughs> um, but we don't want that for anyone. You know, you can save yourself so much time just by asking questions and, you know, doing things the right way from the get go. Um, but I think that was everything we had for you guys today. Um, we appreciate you guys so much for hopping on this episode. This is literally, it was so much fun to record and we have so many awesome ideas, you know, for um, future episodes as well. So if you haven't yet, we're going to give you guys our social medias just so you guys can follow us. Um, again, like I said, always feel free to reach out with questions. Courtney is always posting like amazing content on her page as well. Super helpful. Um, I'm always like, gosh, I wish I would have like had Courtney's page <laughs> when I first started. It would be so helpful. Um, but if you want to follow us on Instagram, so it is team underscore ppf underscore um that's our team page like i said there's three of us on there always and then my page personally on instagram is Polly pocket <laughs> underscore fitness and then courtney will you tell yours i always forget what your underscores are <laughs> uh yeah so mine is c corn so it's c c o r n 2013 so 2013 underscore fit life so f i t l i f e um, and yes, feel free to follow me again. I'm always posting content because I know that it's so extremely helpful because that's honestly where I've gained a lot of like education that I did in my fitness journey was like following other people's Instagrams and like reading their captions and reading the things that they were posting. Um, and so it's, it's so helpful. So I definitely recommend like following the team page, following my page, following Hannah's page. Like we put out lots of, you know, different information along with, obviously we're doing this podcast now as well, because we want you to have all the education and like resources that you need to like be successful and to like make the changes that you want to, to that you want to make. Um, and you know, one last thing that I'll say too, is this, this journey is not easy. So like having support is so helpful and having like accountability and going through. So you know, like we talked about with our, with our clients, we talk about how we're helping them change their um, lifestyle habits because it's not an easy process. <laughs> um, it's hard. So having that additional like accountability and support from a coach or from other people um, and from a team in general, like a community that's going through the process as well is so helpful and so beneficial. So even if it's not a coach, if it's not us, whoever it may be, find someone that's going to like 
hold you accountable. That's going to help you to find, like even just finding friends, like within the same space or like finding friends at the gym or whatever it may be. Um, and just finding people that are generally interested and in those changes as well, because that support is so important when going through your fitness journey and like having that additional support. And honestly, it just makes it so much more fun when you have other people that know kind of like what you're doing, what you're going through, because they're doing the same thing or they're going through the same process as well. So um, again, follow us on social media and thank you guys for joining. Hannah, do you want to say anything else? Yeah, no, thank you guys again so much. And if you like this episode, please, please screenshot or, you know, share it, um, tag us. And of course, always feel free to leave a review and also reach out to us too. If like, you ever have any topic ideas, we are so open to like, you know, like I said, we're like, we talked about in our first episode, we're going to be talking about literally any and everything on here. So, um, please feel free to tell us like, you know, anything that you want to hear about and we'll make it happen. Um, so thank you guys again so much. We appreciate you. We hope this was helpful. Um, like I said, please share if so um and let us know how we're doing and we appreciate you guys so much we hope you have the absolute best rest of your evening <laughs> all right bye, bye.